0: Welcome to episode 126 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Nina Zakarenko. Nina is a senior cloud developer advocate of Microsoft, focusing on Python. Before joining Microsoft, she was a software engineer with over a decade of experience writing software for companies like Reddit, Meetup, and HBO. In her spare time, she enjoys snowboarding, hiking, and tinkering with wearable electronics from a home base in Portland, Oregon. So Nina, can I ask you to maybe expand on that brief bio and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So I'm a newly minted developer advocate. Before I started at Microsoft this past March, I have had probably about a decade of experience writing software for a variety of companies. The way that I got started in advocacy was just by doing conference talks for fun. I started doing that about five years ago, when I realized community was something that I really enjoyed about my job. And uh, yeah, here we are today.
0: Right. So how many conference speaks or, or talks have you given?
1: Oh, I can't even count. It's been a lot, and I've given them all over the world. I've been to Moscow. I did a keynote at Py, Py Russia, Prague, Singapore, Seoul, Scotland. I've been doing this for a while.
0: Indeed, yeah. Are they all <laughs> yeah. on different subjects as well, or do you, do you repeat the same speeches? Do they vary?
1: So my focus is on Python, and I also like talking about topics in IT and engineering, things like technical debt and how to avoid it, and about excellent code review processes.
0: Good. Okay. Nina, can you maybe share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they may not know and perhaps should?
1: I have so many that it was really hard narrowing it down. But my ultimate career tip is to focus on doing one thing well at a time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I presume that's come in handy in in your uh, conference speaking as much as, as anything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, new things in tech come and go all the time. And it can always feel like a challenge keeping up with everything and trying to be pulled in all directions. When you find that one thing that you're passionate about and that you want to focus on and that makes you happy and, you know, is best for your career, you can stick with it. So for me, that one thing was Python. And once I found it and started focusing on it and being involved in the community, I feel like that's when my career really flourished and took off.
0: Right. Okay. Nina, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience?
1: Several of my worst IT career moments came when I was trying to follow the money instead of following my passion. The last time it happened to me, I found myself in a really bad situation after the lovely startup that I was working for got acquired by a bigger company, and I was really miserable at this workplace. I didn't think that everything that was going on was entirely ethical, and I didn't think that the leadership shared my values, but I tried really hard to stick around for a four-year cliff because there was a stock payout coming, coming my way because of the sale of the startup and all I did was made myself very, very miserable. I, I burned out very hard and I ended up leaving without my stock bonus and I couldn't be happier at my new job. I'm a little right. bit poorer, but still happier.
0: Yeah, I think that, that um, you have to consider various aspects of what you want out of, out of your work or your job or whatever it might be, but it's, it's a balance. You can't necessarily, for example, say it's all about the income. Or, or your money, or whatever it might be, but it's a balance of understanding yourself, what you want to get out of it, what what enthuses you. Um, so, yes, I don't think you can necessarily sort of put your career down to one particular aspect. It's a balance of different things.
1: Right, I, I 100% agree with you, and I know that not everyone can afford to do that. Not everyone can afford to take that risk, but I'm I'm very happy I did.
0: So moving away from your worst moment, can you maybe tell us about your career highlight or greatest success?
1: So my very first conference talk in front of a big audience was at PyCon US back in 2015. And that's probably still one of my favorite moments, a a true highlight for me, because I was so scared, so (laughs) worried, so nervous about being in front of so many people but I delivered a great talk and I got to tell my story. And I realized that people really wanted to hear about my experience. And so many opportunities have opened up from that, from kind of taking that one big leap. And one day I dream of coming back to PyCon US as a keynote speaker.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: One of my five-year goals.
0: Right. Okay. Um, in terms of that experience, obviously, you have a, must have had a real mix of emotions of, of sort of excitement and nerves and, and all those sorts of things as well. So to be able to go and do that, I think, is, is real credit to you and, and uh, where you are in your career.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I never thought it was in me. My My first uh, talk in front of more than, you know, five people, I shook the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It probably wasn't noticeable to anybody else, but yes, I, I can believe it. Yes. Do you find it easier now?
1: Yes. Yeah. Much easier. It's something that gets, you know, like all things, it gets better with practice. Yes. Um, I did think people noticed because I remember that my voice cracked like a 12-year-old voice. I was that nervous.
0: No, fair, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I can imagine that would happen. Yeah. True. In terms of the number of people who actually listened to your first Talk. How many people were in the room?
1: Um, maybe four hundred or so.
0: Yeah, so that's not a bad first go in terms of a, a reasonably big audience.
1: Yeah, I had spoken at some smaller meetups, maybe to crowds of a hundred or so people. Yeah. So it was a big leap,
0: indeed. And presumably, you had a lot of practice of your uh, talk before you actually gave it.
1: I did, and, and the funny thing is, I don't know if this happens to anyone else, but I kind of almost. Blackout while I'm giving a talk. Like, I don't remember anything that happens during it. I just go on stage and do it, you know, just from practice. And then
0: it becomes second nature. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, Nina, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular?
1: Something that I find really interesting about IT is there's a lot of opportunities for mentorship in our field. And I don't—I haven't really seen that in any other industry. If you're doing something interesting and you're doing something you're excited about, try to find someone else in the field that's doing the same thing and go ahead and reach out to them and see if they have time to answer your questions or, or mentor you or anything else. Um, when you're reaching out to people, don't feel let down if you don't hear back right? It's, it's not that big of a deal. They're busy. If you do want to reach out, try to be as specific as possible in your request um, in terms of what you're asking for, what you want to learn, what, what question you want answered. Um, I, I get DMs all the time that just say hi, and that's that's the worst possible thing you can do, right? If you respect someone's time, try to explain why you're reaching out. But I think that folks would be surprised that they will hear back, right? I I think our industry is very open in that way and people are excited for each other and they want to see other people grow and succeed as well.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think the openness and the um, sort of inclusiveness within the IT industry has certainly grown over the last decade or so. I think open source has got a lot to do with that, the, the fact that people are more communicative, if that's the right word. So yeah, I, I agree with you. As long as you make, make it clear why, then I think, yes, you're likely to get a positive response. We're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? I am. So what first attracted you to a career in IT?
1: Now, this one is really embarrassing. So I've always loved computers I have a a school assignment from when I was about 11 that details how I want to be a software engineer when I grow up, but I've I've still kept all these years. But my main motivator at 12 years old, I decided that I hated the band Hanson. Do you remember them? They did that song, Mm Mbop. Yeah, I, I just hated them and I hated their music and I wanted everyone to know. And so I took the time to learn HTML. So that I could make a Hanson hating website at 12 years old.
0: So <laughs> you were trolling Hanson at 12.
1: Oh yeah. 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 I'd find other websites and right click and view source and be like, Oh, how'd they, how'd they do that?
0: Right. And you put it into practice ever since.
1: I did. I did. Yeah. But that, that was the start of it all. Right. I don't think many people have heard that story. <laughs>
0: What is the best career advice you've ever received?
1: This is a tough one, but I think my all-time favorite piece of advice is to think of your career as a separate unit that doesn't necessarily have to be attached to a workplace, right? If you're not getting what you need out of a particular workplace, if there are no opportunities for advancement, if you feel like your career is stagnating... It's okay to to look around. Your career is bigger than all of that.
0: Yes. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do?
1: Well, I wouldn't do what I did when I started, which was um, I just didn't know anything about the industry, and so I, I started my career working in finance, writing enterprise applications. And had I known any better. I would not have done that because that was not at all where my passion lied. So my advice would be to, if you can and you have uh, multiple offers available, really choose wisely and choose the place that's going to help you stay passionate about technology rather than demotivating you and bringing your spirit down.
0: Sure. So understanding Effectively, where your inspiration will come from, and then let it guide you as to what, you know, where more precisely you want your career path to go, presumably.
1: Right. So do a little bit more planning. Just don't just, you know, throw a dart and see where it sticks.
0: Yeah. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on?
1: My focus right now is learning how to be a better developer advocate. I kind of thought I had. All the skills in my back pocket, a long history in engineering, a long history of um, speaking at conferences. But I've realized that developer advocacy is so much more than that. And so every day on my role since I started this past spring, I've just been learning more and more. And my career objective right now is to to focus on, on customers. So anyone who's interested in Python at Microsoft, focusing on them and making sure that their experience is the best experience that it could possibly be.
0: And what's the number one non technical skill that has helped you in your career so far?
1: I think that would be taking hard problems or complex ideas and breaking them down into just the idiot, bittiest parts that can be explained to anyone at any level. That's been the foundation of. My writing. It's been the foundation of the classes that I've taught and most of the conference talks that I've given. So helping people have those aha moments.
0: Sure. So do you structure your your delivery in a particular way? So you sort of sell the big idea first and then drill down to the detail?
1: Yeah. I like having a little bit of mystique in my conference talk. So, well, maybe you thought it was going in one direction, but I'm going to switch it around and show (laughs) you something else. I right. think that's one of the few ways that you can make technical talks, you know, that kind of maybe don't have the most exciting content, something that really pulls you in and makes you want to listen.
0: Nina, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience?
1: My parting piece of career advice would be to trust your gut. If you feel like something isn't the best idea or, you want to make a switch or there's something about, there's something about technology out there that excites you. Try to listen to your gut and not just your logical mind, because I've realized that sometimes in IT, we think we're making logical decisions, but we're really not.
0: Yeah. I've had somebody else on the podcast say that, yes, we think we're logical, but when it boils down to it, we're all emotionally driven. Mm -hmm. Um, and logic isn't necessarily there, really.
1: (laughs) I've noticed as engineers, we tend to kind of start with these faulty premises and then try to logic our way into a conclusion that we want to see.
0: Yes, yeah, (laughs) you're probably right. Um, And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you?
1: Yeah, so I tweet a lot, maybe too much. You can find me on Twitter at NNJA. It's like Ninja, but without the I. I'm also on GitHub at NNJA and LinkedIn at the same username. And if you're interested about Python at Microsoft, you can learn more about that at aka.ms Python.
0: Nina, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great fun chatting with you.
1: Phil, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer community group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions, and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.